0: Update at noon. Let's get an update. Then we're joined by our reporter Corbin August, uh, who is at uh, Cape Town Magistrate's uh, Court for us and has certainly been following those uh, proceedings for us. A very good afternoon to you, Corbin. I wanted to talk about the court appearance today. You know, we've been seeing uh, visuals of uh, the suspect, the man looking you know, somewhat confused. But you know, there was some theoretics I also saw there. Talk to us about um, today's proceedings and, and what the suspect and his legal team uh, had to say
1: as well good day to you and to the listeners around and also everywhere so what happened was today the suspect uh zandile christmas mafia came up and when he appeared he did look quite dazed but uh, apparently he wasn't quite cognizant at that time as well according to his uh defense attorney uh, mr Godlo, who you were already speaking earlier and he said that uh he, he had taken instruction from his client and mafia had actually informed that he has no objections to uh, to uh, the, the recordings of the media and camera mm. in, in the courtroom, and he was actually fine. When he came up and he took the stand, uh, he actually took some time to take off his mask and present himself to all of the media in the courtroom. The courtroom was extremely packed. There was a uh, high, heavy, heavy police presence mm. in the court. Lots of a uh, big media contingent, uh, big legal uh, teams. And we had this appearance of a mafia coming up, everybody waiting <coughs> to hear what, what what was going to be said in the court. And then we heard from the from the state that they were seeking to, uh, to they were going to oppose bail because they say so they still need another um, seven days yeah. so that they can actually go to the crime scene because they, that nobody has been able to go to the actual crime scene yet and actually mm-hmm. inspect. So the investigating officer still has to go there. So the state has requested Uh, That the the suspect be remanded in custody for at least another seven days Mm. while they obtain bail information and and also get uh, an opportunity to visit the crime scene so that the investigating officer can file a report and then submit it in court as well.
0: Yeah, uh, Corbin, w- what do we know um, about uh, the suspect at this time as a person? I mean, what information has been made available? In that, in that clip that we were playing just before speaking to you, um, I picked up that one of the reporters was asking what is his occupation, and I don't think there was an answer given uh, uh, by, by the lawyer. And on, on, on the back of that, Corbin, what was he actually doing in Parliament when he was apprehended? Because we hear that there was this uh, CCTV footage um, of him at around 2am, and some people saying that he was employed there. So maybe You know, is is that kind of information have come to light by any chance?
1: Well, according to his lawyer, uh, Mr. Kodla, uh, the suspect, Mafi, is unemployed at this this stage. And uh, he just said that he he has a family as well. He has a mother and siblings. Mm. But he didn't actually divulge too much further information regarding his family and his personal details. Uh, With regards to what he was doing at Parliament, uh, they also, they, what they kept saying was that it's still part of the investigation and uh, his suspect wasn't actually uh, at Parliament. So there are conflicting reports at this stage w- which suggest that he was there at Parliament at the time or he wasn't, and also what exactly he was doing. But according to his lawyer, he was unemployed and he wasn't in the area at that time. So this is all, it all forms part of the ongoing investigation. And it will all form part of the bail application going forward.
0: Yeah. And then I, I see that uh, he's been charged with theft arson and uh, housebreaking. Of course, this is much bigger than just, uh, you know, breaking into a house. Um, I mean, uh, and I also pick up that he's been charged under the National Keypoint uh, Act. Talk to us about those uh, charges. I mean, this obviously then speaks to the issue of state security and becomes quite a, a big, a big is- issue.
1: Well, yes, absolutely so he's being charged under the national key point act and it's because he caused damage to uh, essential infrastructure and parliament being a key point he has uh, perhaps exposed some serious vulnerability, some mm. vulnerabilities <laughs> in the security at parliament which is supposed to be a place that is uh, one of the safest places in the country but on a <clears throat> excuse me but uh, just over the weekend there seemed to be this, this breach in security, which uh, should never have happened in the first place, yeah. so uh, as his lawyers also saying that uh, the the issue could be even bigger because uh, legislation and the security and the police, everybody should have been uh, better prepared and should have been uh, more responsible in protecting uh, uh, an institution such as Parliament.
0: I mean, we don't know at this point uh, whether or not you know we're hearing about some possessions belonging to him uh, that he had. We don't know if they were weapons. We don't know what they were, but uh, you know, it, it doesn't seem as though you know it was a forced. If we're going to use uh, the word housebreaking, it doesn't seem like it was a forced, uh, forced entry. So, are we do we have any idea at this point as to how he, um, you know, it seems as though he casually walked into uh, Parliament, uh, which certainly shouldn't be allowed. I mean, we understand that there's police that there are stationed outside, and though there were minimal security as opposed to what we're supposed to be seeing in inside uh, parliament uh, during this period, but but certainly he shouldn't have been able to enter from the gate. Do we know how he was able to penetrate the building? Uh,
1: no, not at this stage. So the, how he managed to gain access to the parliamentary precinct, uh, what he was caught with, and also uh, how long he was there, all of that information forms part of the ongoing investigation. And uh, the lawyers and also the NPA, they were uh, very reluctant to divulge, divulge any further information regarding the case going forward. They're saying it all forms part of the investigation and the bail application going all right. forward.
0: Corbin, thanks very much uh, for that. Uh, that is our reporter in Cape Town, Corbin August, uh, giving us uh, an update uh, on the 49 year old man who's just appeared uh, in the Cape Town Magistrates uh, Court on charges of uh, theft, arson, and uh, housebreaking um, after that fire uh, that, uh, of course, uh, took place. Uh, uh, and at Parliament uh, two days ago. And we'll also be keeping an update on that.
1: Update at noon.